1: And welcome to TC Live, our half hour pregame show to get you ready for all the action from Sydney to Adelaide. It's all going out down under first day of the new year with both men and women on the court. So will we have another huge upset at the ATP Cup? Take a look at our lineup today on Tennis Channel and TC Plus over the next 13 hours. Layla Fernandez getting an early test against Ekaterina Alexandrova. Isla Tamjanovic in action, plus Casper Rude taking on RBA. And Stefano Tsitsipas is scheduled to play his first singles match of the season against Diego Schwartzman. Cannot wait for that. All the action starts at the top of the hour here on Tennis Channel. Come on in. Our studios in Santa Monica, California. It's TC Live. Steve Weisman, back with Taylor Townsend. Tay-Tay on TC. The coach, Paul Anacone. Both of you all had, had big Ws yesterday. You as a coach. A- and Taylor, as an analyst, a I commentator. Mean,
2: right off the bat, just going with the
1: upset. How about that one? Yeah, yesterday on TC Live. You said it, Taylor. Ugo and Bear. Had the goods to take out Daniil Medvedev.
3: 2022 is looking up, Steve. I'm, so <laughs> excited. I'm, I'm on a win.
1: That was fantastic. What, what did you see, and how was he able to execute?
3: I mean, honestly, Ugo and Bear, he surprised me. I mean, I haven't really watched him play a ton, but as a new a lefty, I'm like. He's got. A, he's one of the ones I'm adding into my pocket, but he's so good. I mean, the way that he was just kind of taking the racket out of Medvedev's hands, he was really using real depth through the court, was hitting flat, hard ground strokes, and was taking time away from Medvedev. And I Look think he that. knew he had to do it because that's the way Medvedev is 15 feet behind the baseline, so he knew he had to take it to him and kind of gain some of that court positioning. But, man, this guy's good.
2: Yeah, just so much fun to watch him play. Creates a lot of imbalance because he can come forward. He's unpredictable. We saw the beautiful little drop volley there, like uh, our teammate right here, little mm-hmm. lefty drop volley. <laughs> so, um, look, he's a heck of a player. I think he's one of these guys to really look out for this year. If he can keep his head together and stay healthy, he's going to be tough to deal with.
1: Ugo, you go, we go, we all go. Ugo and Bear wins. And by the way, (laughs) Russia still won the tie. We'll tell you how that went down. But let's start with the big battle between Team USA, Team Canada. Paul, you predicted this. John Isner out for Team USA. He was scheduled to face Denis Shapovalov, but he was replaced by Braden Schnur, and Big John took advantage. Yeah,
2: the, the good news for John is he got off to an early break, and when he gets an early break, gets to relax and just start swinging and swinging freely, you know he's gonna hold serve. Got the insurance break, won that first set pretty comfortably. Schnur played better in the second set, but it's shots like this that just kept him frustrated. John with the dig hat volley, covers the net, does everything he's supposed to do in the right moments. And Schnur was not sure what he could do to get John off balance, because Isner got that lead. And when he gets the lead, man, he is no fun to play. And that is exactly how you seal the match if you're John Isner.
1: He had the ten aces, but he won nearly half of his return points. First win at the ATP Cup, so then the number ones up next. First pro meeting between Taylor Fritz and Felix Auger-Aliassime. It was a battle, especially this First set breaker.
2: Yeah, that's 6-4 in the tie break. Taylor Fritz was up 6-2 in the tie break. Give the Canadians some credit. He did a terrific job to keep his composure. Win that first set, but tip of the cap to young Taylor Fritz right here. Beginning of the second set, what was done was done in the first set. Kept the concentration, breaks the second return game after a heartbreaking first set, and then the confidence starts to come. Big forehands like this, hit some nice volleys, really did a good job with his composure. Had to find that balance between offense and being solid. Got the second set under his belt and here's where it all went south for OJ Aliasin. All of a sudden, three unforced errors and that one was the break of serve. And Taylor Fritz did not lose his serve this entire match. He played like a veteran, even though he's 24, and that young man has made some great improvements in the last few months.
1: Making Coach Anticode proud. Fritz and Isner also win the doubles to complete a clean sweep for the Stars and Stripes.
0: Two years ago, we didn't fare as well um, throughout the whole event and, and on the first day. So to sort of flip that script for us um, is uh, this, it's great, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic start. Um, it's all about getting wins and winning in a 3-0 fashion, as we know, is, is very important also. So I'm um, happy to, to do my part today, I guess.
2: I knew that it was obviously really important for the team and also really important for me. And I felt like that I played pretty well in the first set, but I felt like I could play even even better. So I just kind of focused on that and told myself to just kind of do the same thing I just did and win the next two sets.
1: Morgan getting some FaceTime as well. So Team USA 3-0. They hadn't won an ATP Cup tie before. Now they get one over Canada, who on paper was favored. Uh, what impressed you the most, Taylor?
3: Honestly, I think it's the bands. That's what helped John. I mean, the little leg exercises and everything. <laughs> warm-up routine. Yeah, I think so. I mean, every time I see him, he's doing those bands. But honestly, these guys played so well. And once, like Paul said, once these guys got going, once they got the momentum, they did not let up. And that's something that happens sometimes when you haven't played matches in a couple of months. It's easy to take your foot off the gas because the emotional roller coaster can kind of take over sometimes, but they really did a great job of staying focused, staying disciplined and just playing good, solid tennis.
1: So Taylor Fritz, he said after he dropped that first set, I deserve to win the first set. I basically did everything but win it as his coach to see him come back and win it in three. What does that say to you?
2: Well look, Taylor Fritz is not afraid of a fight and he's not afraid to compete. He's won a lot of matches with adversity Yesterday I thought was going to be even a bigger challenge when you play someone that's 11 in the world You have opportunities and then it gets away from you in the first set to be able to have enough self-confidence to come back Trust yourself not panic flush the emotion out and get back to your game is a huge step for him A lot of credit to Mike Russell saying all the right things They've worked on all the right stuff and Taylor now after that big fall remember five top 15 wins in the fall Really starting to believe that he can win and most importantly Thinks he can win like matches like that without playing great. And that's a big difference. And when you start to feel like that, you can come back from adversity. M- must have been a pretty good
1: offseason with, with Anna Kohn and Russell there.
2: Getting it well, going for Taylor Fritz. Maybe
3: it was the meatballs. Could have been, <laughs> yeah.
1: I sh- <laughs> maybe I shipped them over. Elizabeth's I gotta, meatballs. i got to see if Elizabeth sounds no, the that, meatballs.
3: That, I, that
2: solves Fed- everything. FedEx
1: Australia. know. <laughs> The U.S. takes on Germany. Group C is the group of death. Germany yesterday, though, played Great Britain. I mean, so many good players here. I mean, Sasha Zverev, Cam Norrie, the former TCU star, looking for the biggest win of his career. He had a set point in this first set, Taylor.
3: I mean, there were some uncharacteristic misses from Cam Nori, but like I said, these early in the season matches, you're figuring stuff out, and Cam Nori needs matches. And this is not a good matchup for him for the first match of the season. But Alexander Zverev has been doing such a great job. Both of these guys ended the season so well. But Alexander Zverev is really starting to find his range between when to be aggressive and when he can be a little bit more defensive. And he's really unloading on his ground strokes, getting more depth, not really worrying so much about making the ball, but really being aggressive and trying to take it to his opponents. And very easy and comfortable win for him.
1: So Zverev gets the win. Now, Dan Evans got a singles win, so he would come down to doubles. And that means Evans. Teaming up with Jamie Murray to face Zverev, the Germans in the white, the Brits on the far court over there, Kevin Kravitz and Zverev, two single stars Taylor with two double specialists. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is
3: one of these matchups where it's very good because Zverev is not super comfortable at the net and I think that was exposed he wasn't really aware and sure of where to go where to cover they were kind of running into each other but Jamie Murray is so great I mean he's number one for a reason but the volleys like that that you can tell that Zverev just doesn't really play a lot of doubles the typical doubles guys don't miss volleys like that. But Thanks great so win much. for Great Britain. And I can't Thank believe Jamie you. Murray is talking crap on this side of the court. But I'd love to see it. And it just shows that energy and what th- this means to these guys.
0: Uh, like
1: you said, he's been number one in the world in doubles. <laughs> he's like, listen, this is my court right? right here. So the United States out in front, uh, they win all three of their matches. They are taking on Germany tomorrow. Great Britain faces Canada tomorrow. The Canadians. Backs against the wall right now. Uh, I know you're big. EVO guy, your big Dan Evans guy. He showed out yesterday.
2: I'll tell you what, he was uh, played some impressive stuff, a little behind-the-back uh, half volley there during the point. But he was pumped up afterwards, played a good singles match against Struff, and they deserve it. They played a better
1: match all I'd around. love to see the doubles matter, Taylor, as well.
3: Yeah, it always makes it so much more fun, and it makes it interesting. I mean, when it comes down to the wire, these guys know that they have to come with it, and that's what they did. And Team Great Britain just came with the goods. I mean, they were just too good. And I think that they exposed Alexander Zverev. They know that he's not particularly comfortable Comfortable at the net they didn't allow him to kind of rally and get into those points and i think that's what you have to do when it comes to doubles. you have to take the rackets out of these singles guys hands
1: right, we're coming with it tc lot just getting started still to come how about this the biggest upset of the season rafa he is a man of the people we'll tell you about that and francis Tiafo and kwan soon facing off and it's not on a tennis court You got to see it to believe it. Plus, how will the 2020 Aussie champ bounce back from her six-month hiatus and some team changes? We're keeping up with the Kennons. It's next on TC Live.
2: winning a major
1: championship. Well the Australian Open one of five titles Cannon won in 2020 got to a career high four in the world but last year only made the quarterfinals twice dropped out of the top ten broke up with her father as a coach and missed the second half of the season. Not exactly what she would like but still number twelve in the world. Sophia Cannon. Our tennis topic today, what will she do in the new year? 2022 hasn't played since Wimbledon, Uh, missed the U.S. Open because of COVID, missed some time with an injury as well last year. How would you characterize the state of her game, her mindset entering the new season?
3: I mean, honestly, it's two words. I think one would be resolve and one is drama. I mean, it's kind of twofold where it's always something going on with Sophia Kennan and her coaching situation, but it's like one of those relationships where it's like a bad breakup and then it's good again, bad. So I think we've all had that before. But I mean honestly, it's good to see her back with her dad because she's been with him forever. He knows her game. He's molded her game. He knows what makes her win. And you need someone like that in your corner. But she's had to, so a lot of tests ever since winning the Australian Open in 2020. A lot of people started gunning for her and she, she played well, but the pressure has just kind of risen a lot and she just didn't really know how to handle it. So mentally, I think she needs to just erase all of that stuff and get back to the basics really understanding what makes her win which I think is honestly the great backhand the drop shot and just being able to outwork her opponent so I'm looking forward to seeing Sonia back on the court and seeing kind of where her mind is and what the situation is looking like
1: this is a place that brings her good vibes Australia I mean that's where she won her major championship how does she get back to that level
2: well I think that's the cha- that's a big question right and and you know When you have adversity as a player, probably in in life, too, two things happen. Either it breaks you or it makes you stronger. Um, She's young. She's very, very competitive. We know how great she can play. Not only did she only play 21 matches last year. We forget about the appendectomy that she had as well. Uh, after the Australian Open she did get to the round of 16 at Roland Garros but there was so much stuff going on for her it's really difficult so for Sophia Kennan, this year should be excitement should be optimism should be all about building blocks because after last year everything should be a positive so i expect her to have a big year the one uh, the one question mark that i have is just her game in terms of ease playing well. What I mean by that is she doesn't have a huge weapon. She's got to work her backside off to win a lot of tennis matches. She doesn't get a lot of free points. That's why her mind is key. And if her mind is uh, on and it's optimistic, I expect a very good year.
1: Mind is key. And and also the physicality having to gut out all of those long matches because she is getting all those balls back. We mentioned the breakup with the father of the coach last year. Now they are back together. She announced that in November. Uh, Paul as a coach. Uh, You know the dynamics, and and it's even different when it comes to a father-daughter. How do they make this work?
2: Yeah, I mean, look, for me, uh, the coaching part I get. I could tell you about the coaching part, but when you throw in the parenthood part with it, it is so complex. There is a a very difficult spiderweb, but clearly they've had a lot of conversations, uh, good, bad, and indifferent. And I think the time away from each other probably brought them a lot closer. Only time in 2022 will show us, but I think if they had good communication and understanding about what was and what went wrong and what was, they can make what is very good. They just have to set out the blueprint now. And I think that they probably have done that.
1: You spent some time with Sonia and her father, World Team Tennis, a couple of years ago. Uh, what did you observe as their
3: dynamic? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because Sonia is such a competitive person. I mean, she's fiery and she's That way to her dad as well. I mean, he takes a lot of punches on the sidelines, but I mean, honestly, like I said, he knows her game inside and out. He's been there. And like she said, through thick and thin, good and bad, the best and the worst. So to have someone in your corner like that, that you trust 100% is so important. I mean. In this game, we spend so much time with our coaches and your team. So you want to make sure that you have somebody that you trust, that you know has your back and makes you feel good because it's not always about hitting tennis balls. It's in between the ears like we talked about yesterday. If you have someone that can get your mind right, you can play great tennis. All right.
1: We shall see. Still ranked 12 in the world. What will 2022 bring for Sophia Kennan? We'll find out very soon. A lot still to come here on TC Live, including just how fast is Big Foe? Uh-oh. A showdown in Australia. Uh-oh. Welcome back to TC Live. When your captain's Mike Russell, you, you know you're gonna be spending a lot of time in the gym. And, and Taylor, look, John Isner once again stretching it where's out. His band? Where is
3: band? Where's his bands? Where's his bands? That's Fritz. <laughs> no?
1: Where's Taylor Fritz? He's just outside the frame. He's on the other side. He's actually pumping, pumping the iron. Fritz is
3: doing John's bands. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what he uh, Pablo Carina in action for Spain, coming up top of the hour, taking on Norway. Kasparud there as well. Can the Spaniards stay perfect in Sydney? Well, the defending champions are from Russia. Daniil Medvedev, the only member of that team, still here this year. Undefeated in team yeah, matches yeah. last year. But Taylor, he has never beaten Hugo and Bear, and you said the Frenchman could be trouble.
3: I mean, we see some vintage Medvedev there, but I was so excited to see this match because Ugo Umber, he just is so good, throwing in a little bit of return and charge, but he was throwing in some shots that kind of threw Medvedev off of his rhythm, a little off-paced volleys, but he really kind of executed well on his strategy, which was get Medvedev outside of the lines, and then hurt him to the other side. One of the things that really impressed me was Ugo Ember's backhand and his ability to come forward and finish points off at the net. And he was so calm and composed in this third set breaker. It was all Ugo Ember. He did not allow Medvedev getting treatment and the cramps to kind of deter him from what he was doing. But he stayed true to his game plan. He knew what he had to do and he did it. And I'm very impressed with Ugon Humbert. There's that backhand again. What a way to end the match. And I am one for one on this. <laughs> yes, run. you are. I'm, I'm so proud of myself.
1: 44 <laughs> winners. Medvedev had 44 unforced errors. So Medvedev loses, but Russia is still in it because the Russians have a Roman. Roman Sapulin. He was like the top junior in the world. Medvedev said when they played in juniors, he was always scared. They'd meet in the finals, the semifinals. He's happy that they are on the same team, taking on Fabrice Martin and Edward Roger Vaseline.
3: And I was a little bit worried, seeing how Medvedev was kind of struggling with his body in the singles, how he was going to recover, only having 15 minutes. But this is why Medvedev really enjoys these team competitions. He was so pumped up. And I honestly don't think I've ever seen him show that much emotion, yeah. but they really just took the rackets out of the Frenchman's hands. They played them better. I think the French team just had a tough job really trying to figure out what to do with Medvedev. It's hard to disassociate with him being on the other side of the court.
1: That is dispiriting. You beat Medvedev and, and you still lose the tie. How about the home Aussies taking on Italy? That means Alex Minaur looking for his fifth top 10 win. Against Matteo Berattini, and you know the Demon's coming out at home, Paul.
2: Yeah, there's that early break, and Demon loves the home cooking, folks. You're going to see some passion and some emotion from this young man. He said he had a great offseason, got through his uh, issues with COVID, and he's in the best shape of his life. Look at the passion and look at the tenacity. This kid is so fast, and he is so good in the right situation. Using. Berrettini's power against him. Takes the pace and redirects, able to use variety. Just played a better match. He was more solid and a straight set win. You think he's pumped, Steve, or not?
1: Uh, Just a skosh. He said, the court brings out the best in me. No place like playing at home in front of a packed crowd. So Alex Dimonor gets the win against the world number seven, John Pierce. Luke Saville. They completed the Aussie turnaround as Australia 1-0, Russia 1-0. Australia is going to face the defending champs on Tuesday, while Italy will take on France. Time now to enter the social net here. On TC Live, and this is a good one because we've got Rafa Nadal. Taylor, this is like when when, when Paul's at the gym, and everybody just I comes up to him. I can relate to this. This is a nightmare. looking for autographs, looking, alone, looking for selfies. I mean, how, how
3: many times are we going to catch Paul with no shirt, jacket <laughs> yeah, unzipped? That's how he rolls. I mean, how do <laughs> ha- you yeah, exactly.
2: show up at work just like this? Just, just to you know, the meatball six-pack. Oh, yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> no, but I mean, he's he's so nice. He's such a nice guy. But honestly, after a while, he's probably like, okay guys like let me cool down right
1: i don't know very, very kind of rafa to take all these selfies when he's doing his thing working out on the bike in the gym
3: people excited to see him i yes, can't blame
1: exactly. him. exactly uh this is what taylor was doing uh, this morning get, getting the fitness in the suicides on the court big oh, foe is- racing kwan soon woo
3: Hey, they can't slide until you got to get the foot around the line. Come on, guys. But they Francis, on needs a to, couple, right? Yeah, yeah but Francis got to work well. on his first step. Come on, man. No, he's quicker no, 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 than no, no, that no. on the court. But, I mean, Song, <laughs> Wu is just really kind of making him look bad on his little, little trek backwards. Like, come on, dude, this is too easy. But, hey, vintage Francis not having a shirt on doing suicides, do we expect anything more?
2: Exactly, it works. Well, Arius Anacone did this at Volatility <laughs> back in the day. Arius was the biggest cheater ever doing suicides. He probably so, stopped at the singles line. That.
1: Yeah, exactly. Whoever gets the first start, like the head start in these, always wins. Definitely. Like, that's, that's what happens. I, by the way, Quan with the low-key swag. I didn't, I didn't know he, he rolled like that.
3: I didn't either, but hey, he made Francis look kind of bad. <laughs> he did.
1: <too>. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> got, some, got some power, huh? Yeah,
3: so Francis needs to come on, man. Let's get it going. Let's get those fast twitch muscles. Rematch. Rematch. Big, <laughs>
1: big foe, slow feet. Come on. Come on, foe. Got to bring it. Uh, we got the ATP Cup coming up. Top of the hour. We got the ladies in action. Ooh. Adelaide, 7.30 happened. p.m. Eastern. The encore takes you all the way up to TC Live. Taylor, Paul, and me, back here tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Townsend, Anacone, Weissman back to wrap up TC Live. Take a look at the big matches we had in Sydney and Adelaide. Beautiful pictures. The Opera House there on the water in Sydney. Roberto Bautista Gute, Casper Rude, Isla Tomjanovic, Heather Watson, Elena Rybakina in action, Sitsipa Schwartzman, Leila Fernandez, the U.S. Open runner up, the Canadian Press Female Athlete of the Year taking on the Russian Alexandrova so a lot of good matches to talk about today let's start with what is scheduled to be Sitsipas and Schwartzman do you think Paul that Stefano Tsitsipas who pulled out of day one singles match play doubles is going to go out on the court and play Diego uh no you don't? Okay. I,
2: I didn't. I mean, look, I, I wouldn't want to do that if I were him. And he, he was a little bit iffy. And we saw the other day that he didn't want to go out on the court. Schwartzman's going to make you hit a million balls. It's going to be a grinding match. If he goes out there, that's a great sign. That's a really good sign. But if there's any doubt at all, that... I would not want uh, to
1: want to be the first singles match I played after elbow surgery. <laughs> he said in seven days, the elbow is going to be near 100%. So may- maybe he wants to test it. Certainly hope we see that match one-to-one head-to-head. Layla Fernandez, breakout season last year. Yeah, uh, I mean, her, watch the, her. <laughs> the Canadian queen. But it's a tough matchup against a player that's been ranked very high in Alexandrova. What do you expect to see from Layla Fernandez?
3: I mean, I'm excited to watch her play and see what changes and kind of what she's added to her game. And I think the U.S. Open was just a little tidbit of what she's able to do. And she's so feisty. She's such a great competitor for being so young. And it was just so great to watch. But we haven't really seen much of Layla Fernandez post U.S. Open. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. But I'm honestly not worried. Alexandrova hits very hard and flat through the court. But I think Layla Fernandez's leftiness, her being able to maneuver the ball around the court, and how well she moves, I think she's gonna give Alexandrova some fits.
1: What we have seen from Layla Fernandez is those workout <laughs> stuff that she puts on Instagram. I mean, it, she she's gonna be ready. She's been working out, working out very hard. Caspar uh, Rude is taking on Roberto Bautista Agut. The Spaniard won the only time they played, but that was back in 2018. Does
2: Casper win today? It's going to be. I mean, this is going to be a lot of fun. This is a great barometer for both of these guys to see where they are. It's such a great barometer that Panda mm-hmm. in the in in the control in the control. Room,
1: Ian Dunn, Panda, yeah, and, our and fearless Jason leader.
2: Good all. They're putting together all kinds of crazy stuff. Keys to matches and maybe video. I I can't wait to get in the booth and see what Jason and Panda have whipped up. Right, it's going to be. It's not stuff. your
1: keys to the match.
2: Well, you know, it's a team effort, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> there's no I in team.
3: <laughs> Takes two to tango. Wait,
2: there's, there's no, e in, no no I in team.
1: <laughs> there, there is no no I in, get in ready,
2: team. Get ready, Panda. We're doing this. Jason, get ready. This is going to be a great match. See how I avoided saying who's going to win? Yeah, that's exactly. how you do it.
1: Didn't put myself out on the list. <laughs> RBA is winning this match. <sighs> Taylor, you, you get a little time off right now, but then you'll be back later tonight.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's been fun with the people. It's been fun with you guys.
1: You know what? We're going to do it again tomorrow. It's been so fun. Let's go. Coming up next, Jason in the booth with Paul, Pablo Carina Busta, Spain, Norway, match one.